0: welcome back everybody it's taco tuesday i'm alex padilla i'm alex Regler. well look at that alex Regler. three wins in a row and the lakers are rolling how are you this week
1: i'm doing good man last night was a lot of fun that game was uh thankfully not stressful i mean (laughs) it's one of the few playoff games where i can just kind of sit back and relax and enjoy that game
0: yeah, so last week we came on after the the only loss of the series for the Lakers, and we were talking about the first, you know, the first playoff game since 2013. Uh, the, obviously, they didn't win, and then over the last three games since we've been on, we saw the first Lakers playoff victory since 2012, and now last night we see the first boring playoff Lakers game since who knows when, uh, which was very refreshing, and uh, to the point where um i had to do a couple things around the house that i missed the fourth quarter because i knew they were good like that just felt fantastic
1: yeah you're not going to get that many chances you would think in a playoff series
0: no um, not at all
1: but yeah i mean i'll take that like if they could just blow out teams at three quarters and we could kind of just do our whatever we got to in the background i'm totally cool with that
0: yeah i mean it was it <laughs> was it over at halftime it felt like it you know and then um obviously there's some things that we want to not talk about just specifically to last night. But um, the biggest concern for me was Anthony Davis's back. But we got some good news today that Anthony Davis says he's, quote, good to go for game five. So he's being listed as probable for tomorrow night's game.
1: Yeah, I was because there was a point there. I think it was the third quarter where, um, yeah, he wasn't on the floor. And I, I was like, did I miss him like getting subbed out? Did he get hurt? And I didn't see it. And then I noticed he wasn't on the bench. And then, like, the TNT uh, telecast finally kind of acknowledged him coming back on the bench and saying he was going to be out for the rest of the game. So I'm like, oh, crap. Like, I know he's had back issues in the past. And he took, like, a nasty shot, like, from Whiteside earlier in the game. So I I wasn't sure if that was part of it or not. But thankfully, it just sounds like it was precautionary. And he was fine. And they were just kind of giving some giving him some extra rest
0: yeah i I told my buddy who who is a panicker and he texts me he's like dude ad back spasms he's out and i was like dude they're up by 45 relax he probably would (laughs) but he probably would have uh come back in i'm assuming if it was a close game at least he would have toughed it out but That is good news if you are a Laker fan, that he's good to go uh, for tomorrow night's game, which could be and probably will be the deciding factor of the series. And I say it because uh, Shams has reported today that Damian Lillard will be out for Game 5 for the Blazers. Um he has been diagnosed with a right knee sprain and will miss game five against the Lakers. That's according to Shams. So, um if you're a Laker fan, that's good. That you uh if you're a Blazers fan, it's terrible. If you're an NBA fan, it sucks because Dame single handedly could turn around any single game, but he will be out tomorrow night.
1: Yeah, obviously a big blow for the Blazers and um especially coming off coming after this loss, like they look really demoralized out there, and they look kind of crushed already as it was. And then to also mm-hmm. get news that Dame's going to have to miss this next game. Like, I, like obviously, it's not a for sure thing in sports that the Lakers are going to win um, tomorrow. But, uh, yeah, it just seems unlikely at this point that the Blazers can make a run. But thankfully, you know, it wasn't too, too serious, because whenever a player kind of lands like that on his leg and it doesn't look like n- nothing out of the ordinary, those usually the ones that are, end up being the worst types of injuries. So, thankfully, yeah. like, just from an NBA fan perspective, he's okay. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it sucks when there's any injuries involved with any series.
0: You know, that's the up and downs about being a sports fan in any league, not just the NBA. You know, the Blazers had this magical, like, bubble where they came back and held off the Suns. And and they really, you know, Dame said, I'm not showing up to the bubble unless I have an actual chance to make it to the playoffs. And, you know, they had this great run. Dame was playing lights out they so you know blazer fans are on a high you win game one you're like whoa can we do this and then all of a sudden boom three losses in a row dame's out chances are you know most most betters would probably say that you're probably done you're probably not going to win another game this series because of that but that's just one of those things as being an nba fan you you just never know you can't you cannot predict what will happen one game to the next as much as we try especially here so um it's unfortunate for dame um he's such a good player it's ridiculous and uh as a laker fan i'm glad we don't have to see him again because i just like i said i just with dame you never know but uh we will see what happens also news coming out today uh which i don't think will surprise many people but maybe make some people happy rajon rondo will also not play tomorrow he will be listed as doubtful um so those are the news of today
1: yeah are you surprised with rondo at like even being this close to being back like this soon because yes. i'm shocked
0: yeah i'm very very surprised um because they did say like six to eight weeks or four to six weeks i don't remember specifically but he's been back in the bubble for about a week and the fact that he wasn't even putting on a he's being put on the injury report as like mm-hmm. gives you a sign that he's almost back and um yeah that's very surprising what about you
1: yeah, like I remember when he first popped up on the injury report and then it seemed like uh I think he was even in a uniform. In one day. like he was at least like in the warmups or something. And it was just bizarre. Like I I thought mid midway second rounds the earliest like we'd see him. Um but it does like like I know we talked about Rondo a lot this year and stuff a like lot. that. <laughs> um, but like do you have any like after what we've seen so far? Uh, in this in the playoffs like do you have any new kind of perspective of what he can bring or are you more like crap like don't come in and mess things up now
0: well no matter how he plays good or bad he's a veteran point guard with championship experience and a lot of playoff experience that is something that alex caruso doesn't have that is something that quinn cook doesn't have and I'm not even—I don't think Deon Waiters is, has that either. So he's not even playing very much. So that we're always going to miss. And I think I'm going to call it the steady hand. Whether the steady hand makes go, goes out and makes plays, whether you like the steady hand or not, Rondo is that. You know, there's no panic in Rondo. You know what you're going to get from Rondo, which is kind of what people don't like right now. But I—I I always knew that Vogel would go with Rondo because of that experience. This is a very experienced team. And the other two guys at that position, besides LeBron obviously being the ball handler, they don't have that experience. And obviously, I, I think it's pretty safe to say, like, Caruso hasn't been lighting it up in the playoffs. He really, as far as a point guard goes, like, do you find him underwhelming or overwhelming? Or kind of what you expected?
1: Like, I like I think defensively, he's been a big reason why the Lakers have had kind not of been able to keep Dame in check this series Like Dame has like, Dame's got his points But it's not been easy for him Like he he's not even getting that many shot attempts Up also like they're just completely Forcing the ball out of his hands and I think Caruso Has been a big part of that with the ball Pressure and stuff, I know he's not He's not going to score double digits tonight. He might mm-hmm. not even score double digits like Once in a series and that that might come back And hurt them, but I think he's a Big part of their defense In terms of that bench unit like that unit of Kuzma, Caruso, and Markeith Morris. Like any combination of those three guys with the starters or just off the bench have been really big this series. And when Rondo comes back, I do kind of worry where those minutes yeah. come from. Where he takes like I maybe those minutes come from Jr. Smith, who's been playing lately. Mm-hmm. And like that, I I think has I that surprised fine you? With. That that did surprise me. I I got it from like a they can't make a shot. Let's just try to see if this guy can do anything. Um, and he's made some plays here and there, some not so good plays. Uh, but yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Rondo does when he's healthy. He's just thrown right back out there. I, just, I think it's I, safe
0: to say that next series he's gonna be back to his normal role. So I mean, the way the way this this not only do they talk about him, yeah like for the court, like talk about his presence just being there and how valuable it is. I just think he's going to slip right into the, what he was doing in the regular season or before he got hurt, before the break. I just think he, he's going to do that.
1: Yeah, and I think there's value there. Like I think the bench uh like I mentioned how they've been at least they've been productive. That offense still kind of is really weird when it's just AD out there with bench guys. Like, it does seem like they don't know what type of offense they're going to run. They just kind of want to give it to AD in the post. And at least Rondo can make an entry pass. He can at least give the ball to AD where he wants it. So I think there's value there just from a strictly ball-handling perspective. Like, I do cringe, like, when Danny Green has to dribble the ball up the court or, like, KCP. (laughs) Like, Rondo can at least dribble and pass. And I think those are things this team does need.
0: Yeah. And the other thing, though, with Rondo you know he didn't play in the bubble this will be his first action yeah. so maybe us saying that he's just going to go back in well what are, what is he even going to look like what is his you know what are his legs going to look like feel like um obviously he took his shirt off uh, in practice before they came out here and everybody was just like whoa you know rondo took the break seriously mm-hmm. but you never really know what that translates to so that'll be very interesting to see but it looks if they finish it uh tomorrow night you know the Rockets and the Thunder are two and two they're playing tonight um Russell Westbrook out again so that series might go long and they might have another little bit of a break here um which could also lead to them adapting or working Rondo back in or at least trying to
1: yeah that that you're right like that added break could be pretty uh beneficial for Rondo and the team to kind of incorporate them back into the offense and to the game plan and like I'm not too concerned'm I'm, like I'm just more concerned about the defense because I think the defense has kind of been the thing that's won them games outside of mm-hmm. yesterday where they just they just couldn't miss any shot um, but I think the defense has been like what's won them these games and if there's anything that Rondo has had issues with like in his tenure at the Lakers it's his defense really and just not being consistent offensively or kind of assist hunting and just all the stuff that kind of comes with Rondo but I do I just I just hope the defense doesn't take a big step back. And then mm-hmm. with the series like Houston coming up, like your defense has to be 100% like in tune. Everybody knows their rotations, everybody knows how to get to shooters cuz that team's just going to bomb away. Like Portland, they can't they came in banged up. They're small. Like Lillard and McCollum are really good, but they're still small at the end of the day and the Lakers are huge. And that just wears them out but in a series against houston like specifically when you have harden westbrook just these explosive guys you're gonna need everyone to kind of be in the same page when it comes to like defense
0: yeah i agree with you man it's um it's the defense has stood out because of the but i don't know how much of it is the blazers always take a lot of threes or are the lakers forcing them to take a lot of threes? i feel like nurkic has kind of been not as good as normal but i think I've been saying it that the Lakers can just wear out a big man on any other team. Cause they have three guys, the whole that could just be a body on them all game long. Um, so I agree with you that the defense has stepped up. Um, how much of that is that the blazers just look exhausted. Cause they do to me still, like they just look exhausted. They look like they're, you know, they've played already eight playoff games and now yep. they're playing more. So, um, yeah, the rockets, so uh, we all know what they possess. They have two of the, best scorers in the league and it's going to be a whole different thing once they get there if they play the Rockets or if they play the Thunder obviously we don't know yet but um, besides the defense because I think everybody can agree that that has been the key Is the other just glaring obvious is that you know the Lakers are making shots all of a sudden because what I think I was looking at the stats from yet from last night I want to say it was something stupid like like Anthony Davis or LeBron James or Anthony Davis one of them shot over 80 percent um I got to read it before I just sound dumb because I I don't want to miss
1: one or two shots the entire game
0: yeah so you got LeBron (laughs) this is crazy LeBron shot 83 Mm percent Anthony Davis shot 62 McGee shot 67 KCP shot 62 Danny Green shot 62 Dwight Howard shot 72 Kuzma 50 like those are just I mean if any team shooting like that you're probably not going to (laughs) win
1: Yeah, and then and also like Portland's just not good defensively. I think that that's something people just overlooked coming into the series. Like every every conversation was about how are the Lakers going to stop Damian Lillard. Like that's whatever anyone talked about when it came to the series. But like Portland was like I think last in defense in the bubble. Like for as good as their offenses, like that's a lot of pressure to put on your offense if you just can't get any stops on the other end. And I think that's why they were in all those close games against those bad teams in the bubble. Like, they barely beat Brooklyn. Like, they kind of barely beat Memphis, and just because their defense doesn't stop anyone. Yeah. And that's, like, it, just take a look Like who's guarding LeBron this series. It's, like, either Carmelo, Gary Trent Jr., McCollum. Like, it's just these small or just kind of old guys, and like, I, I should have been a little more confident from that aspect if, as a Laker fan that like, they have no one who could stop LeBron this series.
0: I don't think I was ever – I mean, I'm trying to remember what I said last week specifically, but I just remember saying, like, I'm not too concerned with the shots that they're taking, with the defense that they were doing, because I think Portland only scored 100 points game one. It wasn't like they lit it up. Um, it's just It was like, dude, if they can make shots, they'll be fine. And all of a sudden, they're making shots. To me, that's the thing that's standing out more. Last week, there was articles about how – or we even talked about, like, do the lakers have to bench kcp do they have to go somewhere else and he responded by going five of uh, five of eight from the field the next game um the game four wasn't so great but he finished with 13 points and last night he went five of eight with two of three two of four from threes like he stepped up they're gonna need him to score at least double digits they're gonna need kuzma to score double digits danny green's gonna have to hit open shots for them to even get anywhere near the finals and when they do that The Lakers are a very hard team to beat. We've seen them beat everybody in the league that thinks that they have a playoff chance. So to me, yes, the defense has improved, but I didn't think it was that bad in the first place. Um, And yes, the Blazers cannot defend, but it doesn't matter if you can't defend if the team that you're playing doesn't make any shots. So as long as some of the Lakers, besides LeBron and AD, because I've been saying it, they're going to get theirs. They'll find a way. If the other guys, the KCP, the Kuzma, the Danny Greens, if those guys can somehow score double digits, they will be good. And better than good, they'll probably be in the finals easily.
1: Yeah, and then just going back to the whole bubble stuff like leading up to it, like that was the issue in all those losses the Lakers had. They just had these horrible shooting performances where like we would look at the box score at the end of the game and it's like another like they shot 24% from three or something crazy like that. And I think that first game, they shot, what, like 18 or 21 percent, like in a playoff mm-hmm. game. Like, yeah, you're just not going to beat anyone if you're doing that and and also missing free throws. So that I mean, like I've kind of always just joked, like, as long as they're like below average in terms of three point shooting and you have yeah, a, you Dean have said LeBron that also like, <laughs> your your offense is probably going to be OK. Mm-hmm. And that's probably going to be enough because your defense has been so good. So it's not like we're asking them to be like the Phoenix Suns, like when they were like this great three-point shooting team. We're just asking them to be kind of like average, and that should kind of like be a huge, huge development for them.
0: Um, There's a lot of things happening off the court that, you know, we're not going to necessarily get into this week. Um, But I will bring up the fact that um, we are talking like the Lakers are going to for sure play tomorrow night, which is the plan. Uh, But did you see what Fred Van Vliet said today in regards to the shooting that happened in Wisconsin and what the Raptors might uh, have talked about?
1: So I haven't seen I haven't read anything or seen it because I've been like in zooms all day, like with with students. Um, Mm -hmm. So what happened?
0: So uh, Malika Andrews tweeted, the Raptors are discussing a variety of ways to respond to the police shooting of Jacob Blake in a team meeting, including potentially not playing against the celtics on thursday and this is a quote uh from fred van vliet of the raptors he says at the end of the day if we're going to sit here and talk about making change then at some point we're going to have to put our nuts on the line and actually put something up to lose rather than just money or visibility and i bring it up only because not only because it's a big deal but you know I'm sure you saw everything that LeBron James said about the shooting and being a black man in America, which neither of us are, um, you know, his quotes are, are all over the news today. Not just ESPN, it's CNN, it's everywhere. You know, his big one, uh, quote, we are scared as black people in America. So I just bring it up, just to get your thoughts. Like, do you think this is a possibility that that the NBA could just kind of sit it out for a while and see what happens? Because when you see black lives matter on the court, when you see social justice change or social justice messages on the back of their jerseys, when you are consistently being asked about it on camera, to me, I feel like it's resonating more to hear LeBron talk about it after every single game. If that's, you know, they want to make that change, but if it's still happening, can it be demoralizing to their message? And do they really have to do something as drastic as not play playoff games?
1: I mean, it's tough to kind of say which approach is, like, best in this situation. Um, Yeah, like, I don't, like, I I think I saw a Vogel quote today about how the Lakers would address it, and I think, I mean, I could be totally wrong here. I have to go back and look at it, but I think he said something, like, they they weren't expecting or planning to do any sitting out or anything like that, but again, that might just be the Lakers, Mm -hmm. and the Lakers have kind of had, like, when it came to AD and LeBron, they were run the few... Few, uh 1st few players who didn't really want to have like a slogan on their jersey or kind of any kind of message on their jersey. So when it comes to the Lakers specifically, I I have no clue what they're planning on doing, but in terms of the NBA like on a bigger landscape, like I wouldn't be shocked if we saw something like that and I I can't even imagine how discouraging it must feel and to read this news like on a daily basis, like it's just horrible. And then to having to go out and play basketball and all this other stuff and uh, like like having this signage like on the jerseys and on the floor is like one thing but until we see the actual change happen like outside of the stadiums and actually mm-hmm. out in society like yeah like I it, that's yeah, why to so go back to what protesting. you said
0: about Frank sorry to cut you off dude mm-hmm. uh, to go back to what you said about Vogel from Bill Orem Frank Vogel said he would understand calls to boycott but doesn't sense that that will be the Lakers approach to affecting change he says quote this is from Vogel quote the further we advance in the playoffs the further our platform to speak up on this grows so um i mean it's just something that i wanted to bring up just because it's happening and and if it happens you know if we want there's two games happening as we record there's two games scheduled ones to tip off in 30 minutes one it's obviously the clippers and the mavericks tonight at six so um those games seem like they're going to happen, but in you know if, if something happens, you you kind of just want to bring it up in case. But I I agree with what you're saying. It's it's a difficult thing to to say definitively because there is no definitive answer. Like this is going to happen or this is going to happen or they should do this or they should do that. It's a it's a crazy it's a crazy time we're living in, and especially with social justice and and what's happening in America. But it's just something to keep an eye on and something that honestly maybe not the entire league, but I wouldn't be surprised if if two teams in particular that are playing each other decide to do it and that would be you know huge news and and i don't know exactly what that changes in the long term or in the bigger scheme of things but we'll just keep an eye on that um i'm sorry to cut this one short alex but this is a you know an in-betweener so there's not too much besides the new oh there is a lot of news obviously damian lillard being out is huge news and then anthony davis playing is also very big news so those are the two things biggest things that happened uh for us today um did you write anything uh on the throwdowns your newsletter your weekly newsletter
1: no like i said like i've been busy with with work and going back to to starting these zoom stuff again with these students a big shout out to all the teachers and the parents and all the students out there trying to navigate this online learning it's it's insane like i haven't done it uh prior to this so to actually do these zoom sessions with like like fifth graders all the way up to high schoolers like it's bizarre like it it, i I feel for all these families and for these students who have to navigate this stuff like i said i have fourth graders who have to deal with like creating google slides opening google drive getting onto zooms typing in zoom ids like it's it's overwhelming for them and for a lot of parents so I, i definitely feel for everyone having to deal with that these uh last couple weeks
0: i 100 percent know exactly what you're talking about i am not a teacher my mom is a teacher and um i have zoomed with her to give her tutorials on zoom (laughs) uh and i can hear the frustration yes you know she teaches uh kindergarten and pre-k so i cannot even imagine you know what it's like for those kids who barely know how to read or write Mm -hmm. to like jump on a computer and learn how to screen share and all of a sudden be told to read you know what i mean it's just you go from a hands on age to a sitting in front of your computer so dude shout out to you you guys got a tough tough job and um good luck man it's it's <laughs> it, cuz i don't think we're going back to the classroom anytime soon because in places where they are going back to classrooms just outbreaks keep happening mm-hmm. you know just today i saw that the university of alabama had over 560 cases in a week be, uh, and they have in-person classes and those are teenagers who are supposed to learn how to follow rules so can only imagine like if kids start going back to school (laughs) how that would look like so good luck to you man honestly
1: i appreciate it i'm gonna need it for sure
0: yeah uh everybody out there follow uh, us on twitter i'm at alex padilla 86 he's at alex m regla uh like i said the throwdowns kind of weekly but obviously things change life happens subscribe on his twitter and check that out because honestly every time you write something dude it's really good i learn something from you every single week man it's awesome
1: appreciate it man thank you
0: yeah so uh tomorrow lakers uh lakers blazers game five we will see what happens uh i can't really do predictions with you because i don't really know what's i don't know who they'll be playing and i don't know if the lakers will still be playing so we'll just leave it at that this week thank you all for listening subscribe on spotify subscribe on apple check us out silverscreenandroll.com for all your lakers news alex always a pleasure bro thank you
1: thank you man